Tell me the damages. Well, the brain has remained fully intact, and the patient is fully conscious. The lasting effects remain to be seen, and they demand continued testing in a uh, controlled environment. Well, I don't have a controlled environment to give you. Is the patient dangerous or not? I... I do not know. Without testing, it's unclear. Unclear means failure. Do your job. Check it again. With all due respect... If you cannot tell me a simple yes or no answer, I will find someone who can. Do I make myself clear? I... Do I make myself clear? Yes. Yes, I'll check it again. And welcome back to Heart the State Within, an actual play podcast presented by University and D. This is episode 14. My name is Blake Croft. I will be your game master and your keeper for the evening. And it is my pleasure to welcome back my players. Jacob. Hey, it's Jacob. Katie. Hi, y'all. It's Katie. And Alex. Hey, Sorry, guys. I forgot, I forgot I, was I, for, it. I was forgotten about. That's I okay. forgot to introduce you. <laughs> I'd like to say something else, though. Happy New Year to all of our listeners who've made it Happy this far. New Happy New Year, guys. everybody. Happy 2024. You know, hey, if 2023 didn't go too well for you, it, here's to a brand new start. I hope this one's a better one. Here's hoping. Uh, Lily will... She, Lily will make a cameo in today's recording, but she's not uh, here live with us. But uh, don't worry, she will be back. It's been it's been a little over two weeks for us since we've recorded, so we'll do a uh, a recap here. I, I hope you all had a happy holidays and a, and, a, and a happy new year. Last we left off, our our heroes of of their own individual stories had made their final preparations towards uh, towards Progress Day, or or maybe not their final ones. We'll we'll look at what that looks like in this episode. Along the way, they had a run in with the Salt family. And in that estate, they found a monstrous version or form of teal that seemed to embody some sort of plague, a plague that seems to have spread to Ted and maybe to other people in the Elysian district. Going back, running some various errands, Dot had returned to where she had ventured through the mists those those weeks ago just before the four of you had met and returning there she found a familiar face waiting just beyond the threshold of the mists that was caspian after some parlaying with 
Caspian uh, across the mist. You eventually invited him across and seen that his face was covered in shrapnel. And he seemed to be, while not explicitly harmful or threatening, he did seem to be off in some way and kept insisting that he had changed, that he was different now somehow. You all managed to throw him back into the mists just as something else was coming through. You returned to the cabin, seeing if if anything had gone wrong with anybody, found nothing, no lasting wounds on any of your, your friends. But waking up in the morning, Annie, you were called into Ted's room quickly by grace. And rushing in, you found Ted convulsing in the bed with this sickly green ooze spilling from his mouth, the same ooze that you had seen on the form of Teal. And it is that morning that we pick up. Annie, you have done the work you have needed to do. There is a a standard procedure when you have a patient convulsing or in a a, um, seizure-like state, and you go through that procedure here now. You get Ted breathing again you you clear any sort of liquid or substance from his mouth and throat and he is in a subdued state at the moment not comatose but groggy and and sort of slurring his words but you get the sense that he is recovering from this at the moment um but i would like you to roll here um do you have a a doctor advantage Oh, I have battlefield medicine. I can stabilize an injury. Great. And yeah. I think that's what this is. Oh, boy. Okay, it's a flat 10. Investigate. Okay, great. So what properties does this have? And um, how could I find out more, maybe? Sure. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. I would say as you are... um, cleaning off Ted and taking samples and figuring things out here, you can figure out kind of the base level, right? We're not working with like a database of all these things, but you can figure out that this is some sort of bacterial infection, but it, it seems to have um, like burrowed its way into his, his body somehow. And it was inactive in a state of inactivity. It was not affecting Ted's immune system because you had just, you had just uh, looked him over the night before, and it seemed to have no symptoms. And then all of a sudden, there was this invasive uh, attack on Ted's immune system. Um, so this is a, a very sudden bacteria that was already in his system, but then suddenly um, became harmful. Good and job. how you could learn more about this is... Dissecting him. Is by dissecting him. <laughs> yes, that is correct. No, um, but dissecting someone with this might be helpful or figuring out more about how this spreads or how this manifests, what the long-term effects of this might be via other patients that might be further along in the process would be a good start. Oh, boy. Over the next few hours here this morning, uh, Ted, it is not a dramatic taking in your first breath, but you do come out of this hazy state and find some semblance of, of consciousness. Uh, what's, 
What's going on? You are really sick, Ted. Whatever, whatever this is, I am going to try to fix it, figure it out. But you really chose a great time to uh, catch this, didn't you? Is Dot sick at all, or is she fine? I've been so focused on you, I haven't even seen her today. Atticus, do you know how Dot is? Um, yeah, I guess I, sh- I should have said something. She She's no longer with us. Uh, that sounds like she's dead. Um, she's no, she's not dead. She's just gone for a little bit. Um, <clears throat> she left. Yep. Do you know where she went? No, I have no idea where she is. I didn't really have the energy to stop her. Did she say that she's going to be back before Progress Day, or is it just the three of us? I, I would hope that she would make her way back, but maybe we shouldn't count on it. I don't have time to think about this right now. We'll deal with it if she comes back. If she doesn't, well, we'll find her when Ted is better. Okay, how long, uh, how long you need? I don't know. Um, I have a bad feeling that I know someone else who had something very similar. But I'd have to track her down. I didn't tell you this, Ted, but I ran into Clara when you went back to the station. She wasn't doing well. But she said she got it from where she was staying, which means this is contagious. So, I need us all to take precautions. Do we know how this spreads at all? Like, are you guys good to even be near me right now, or are you guys now at risk? I'm not sure how it spreads, but if if you got it from Teal, it's probably airborne, which is a problem for more than one reason. Uh, well, I hate to say it, but I feel like shit, so... Oh my god, stay right where you are, please. Yeah, um, that's kind of what I was thinking. While I'm gone, sleep, drink, I'm gonna try to fix this. Okay. Don't die while I'm gone. Yeah, I'll try not to. <laughs> Atticus, what are you doing? Um, I'm not staying in this hospital staying with uh i'll help you i guess thank you let's be quick about this okay you both head to the nearest uh, train station in the village and catch the train back to the elysian district the the sun is is well on its way to to midday and you head towards anywhere clara had hinted at, at at staying. You know vaguely of the, the house that she was talking about. This is an unmarked building, but even from outside, you you see, you know, the planks over the windows. You hear inside fits of coughing. Mm, lovely. Going up to the door, you, you swing it open, and what you see is beds that have been set up or, or little you know, sleeping bags set up with probably about a uh, a dozen people sitting on the ground with uh, various belongings around them, all in some level of, I mean, in a place like this, in a context of surrounded by so many people, it feels like a level of rot. Some of them are, are 
unconscious and and frail and sickly and it's unclear without getting closer whether they're even alive at this point and others are more like uh, ted is now you know the sporadic coughing fits you don't see clara in here though what are you what are you doing there's there are um there are a couple like standing curtains set up and yeah, so you see, like, not it's not separated into rooms, but it's separated into a couple, like, temporary sections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, taking all of the medical precautions, I'll make Atticus do it, too. Um, I'm just going to find one of the more conscious people I can find. Okay. And start talking to them. Um, excuse me. I'm looking for Clara Morrell. Uh, you, you go up to a man who is in this more sporadic state, but has, is, is quiet now. Um, and he, hi, Clara, you said, Mm -hmm. I saw her yesterday last. She didn't mention where she was going. Can you tell me what happened here? Well, came on quick, a sickness spreading. I think that's obvious enough. There are a few more, but well, Maybe like Clara, like cats, they've scurried off and found a place to die. Um, I I don't mean to be morbid, but do you know how long it takes? How quickly people are going from sick to dead? Depends. A couple have just had the coughing fits for a few full days. Some seem to advance more rapidly. I imagine it's... Not a linear process, from what I've seen. It seems to be triggered by something. The rapid decay. The um, the onset of an early death. Has anyone died here? Look around, you might be able to find a corpse. We're all on our way. The first person who was sick. Do you know where it started? Where they caught it? There was um, a woman, Marsha. She was the first one who came in coughing, but she's gone now. Well, thank you for your help. Tell me your friend. Does he have it? Not this one, but I do have a friend who's suffering. Same as y'all. I hope whatever god he worships smiles down upon him then. Thanks for your help. Well, we have two options. We could leave and try to find Clara, or, as inconspicuously as possible, drag a dead body out of this building. Don't judge me, but I like the second option a little more. I'm alright with that. In your little bag of tricks, you don't happen to have a body bag, do you? For sure I don't. Peace and love. But not I, for sure not. I <laughs> He's got like a purse-sized doctor's bag. You think yeah, you have like, a body bag and like roll up a little bit? You know? It can roll up. No, uh, I might have the like... The purse folds out. It is a body bag. <laughs> <laughs> I might have like... I don't know. I probably have like a cloth we can cover the face with. I don't know. As you're looking around and, and you know, looking for maybe some materials to work with or just examining the state of things, you hear a, a voice coming around the corner towards the open entryway oh uh, gentle gentle just and you see walking backwards 
into the open doorway into this sick house, um, uh, Clara. And she is carrying something. She appears to be carrying a tarp with someone on the other end, holding it taut, almost like a, a stretcher of sorts, with a sheet thrown over a body in the tarp. And she is walking backwards, and then she looks behind her and sees you, Annie. Gee, Annie, um... Clara, I came looking for you. <laughs> Not dead yet. Any better? Um, no. But I've been trying to help these people. That's good of you. We found this one on the streets. Um, she was completely stripped down of all her clothes and a similar coughing fit. So before we decided if this is the same thing or not, we need to take her back to one of our little areas. Um, if you'll follow me. And she rushes ahead yeah. of you and behind one of these standing curtains. Yeah, I'm there. And, and, and places the makeshift stretcher on the ground. I'm checking her um, out. And yeah, and she she looks to you, Atticus, and just like, um, could we have some privacy? Um, right. I'll just stand in this corner. I guess. <laughs> yeah, Blair Witch Atticus style. Faces, faces the wall, <laughs> Blair Witch style. She kneels down beside the body and pulls back the the tarp to reveal a spot of blue hair on this this body. Oh, uh, 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 Wait, 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 what? That could that could be anyone. She Do I recognize this person? She continues to pull the tarp down and okay. you see her face. Um this is this is Teal laying here. What? Unconscious. What is happening? Interesting. <laughs> She's not conscious, is she? She's she is unconscious. Holy heck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna check her out. I'm gonna do all the doctory things. Give her a good looking over. Try to okay. figure out if she's ill. She is. Her breathing is very, um, like ragged. It's not. Yeah, it's raspy. And you do the check, and not expecting to see anything on the like just general um, test. You you open one of her eyelids, and one of her eyes has uh, changed color. One of her eyes is um, com- completely whited out. The other is, is normal. But but one is just a, a blank white slate. Any, any signs of the same gooey gross illness? Yeah, you, you do a swab in the back of the throat and find a, a similar trace amount of goo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa, this was really unexpected. Okay. I'll try to wake her up if I can. Um, yeah, she seems pretty firmly unconscious, okay. um, but breathing. And 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 Clara goes. Uh, she was barely conscious when we found her in an in an alleyway, um, coughing, but eyes closed. We don't even know if she was, um, you know, conscious in her mind, but her body was still coughing things up. We brought her here, and, and, and the coughing subsided, but we haven't been able to wake her. This was fortuitous timing. Uh, she's actually a friend. I'm glad you found her. Annie, did you say a friend? Yes. Um, don't freak out. 
I've got teal here. I faint on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Atticus, you look down and you see you see Teal's Teal's face. Okay. Clara, I am trying my best to get to the bottom of this illness so I can save people I care about, including you. Unfortunately, to make that happen, I need two things. I need my friend here to wake up, and I'm I'm going to need to investigate a, a body, someone who's dead. Well, that's morbid, but I, I understand. Um, as far as waking them up, we could inject them with something. Okay, okay. I didn't want to do that, but I think I'm going to. I'm going to give it a try. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you inject like like a like something equivalent to like adrenaline. Yeah, basically. Okay. You inject that into her and a few seconds later her her eyes open and dart around. Teal? Where am I? You're safe. You're safe. Um could you tell me who I am? No. Do you know what happened to you? She thinks, no, no, I don't. You're safe, but you are sick. And I'm a doctor, so it's going to be okay. Can you tell me, please, what's the last thing you remember before waking up here? Yes, I I remember, I remember I, no, I, um, I don't remember. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, how about a last name? I don't remember. That's all right. Anything you, hear, you, can give you me. hear her breath start to accelerate, which c- causes a, a coughing fit. Just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. Um, I don't. I, I. I don't. I don't know. It's okay. Um, it's all right. Like I said, I'm a doctor. I'm actually a friend, so I'm going to take care of you. I remember I was. Okay. Moving or or thinking, but it was nothing. It was like I was walking nowhere and and seeing things, but what I was seeing was was nothing. I don't. Who am I? Where 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 am I? It's all right. Um, you are in a house with a lot of other people who are sick like you, but we won't be here long. Um, your name. I know you. Right. I just, I don't know how. Well, hopefully it will start to come back to you. Um, this is my friend, Clara. She's going to help me with something, but then she'll keep an eye on you. Does that sound all right? Yes. Um, thank you. I'm going to pull Clara aside and say, it is really important to me that she leaves with me when I have to go. For now. I would like to find someone I can uh, look into, if you know what I mean. And I would love if you could keep an eye on my friend here. Maybe find her some clothes. Yes, yeah, yeah, we have some. Okay. We'll get some extra clothes. I'm going to do my best to fix this. Okay, where are you? Where are you headed? Right now, I'm not sure. Um... 
it would probably be in poor taste to cut someone open in here, even with the curtains. Okay. So, so finding, um, you see there is, there is someone who appears to no longer be breathing. Mm-hmm. That's good. However, <sighs> oh God, is there like a, I would take like a closet or something at this point, not looking for anything high fidelity. Yeah, I mean these standing curtains are the biggest division in here that you're gonna get, but it, it's it's private. I'm just gonna put one up around this person. I'm, okay. Yeah. And and I'm gonna I'm just gonna tell everybody not to bother me for a minute. And I'm gonna see what there is to see. Yeah. Here's what you find. Um, are you are you, tell me what you are incising. I think because so much of this illness takes place in the lungs as far as i can tell i'm gonna do the classic autopsy why you do that and you cut open this not not to go into graphic detail but as you are are cutting this open thank you what you are expecting when you reach the lungs is a some sort of at least trace amount of this bacteria um, somewhere around the respiratory tract what you find is quite the opposite. It is completely clean. Um, you see that there are signs of this person smoking and, and having a history, and you don't see any of this um, this goo-like material. Although you do a throat swab, you find that it is at the back of the throat. That is the only place in the respiratory tract that you find it. Cutting anywhere else? Yeah, I'm going to move up to the neck. Yeah, Sorry you, you, for the grossness. No, um, no signs of goo in the neck. It's it seems to like in the throat. Like in the throat, you you only find it at the like back of the mouth, like, by the nasal cavity. Okay, that's harder to get into. Back Much there. harder to get into. Correct. Mm, interesting. Yeah, that is the only. It's like it's like originating from somewhere back upper mm-hmm. nasal cavity. I'm gonna swab around up there, see if I hit anything that feels like it shouldn't be, you know, uh, uh, worm-like in nature. This is gonna sound strange, and I think as a as a doctor, right? I, I mean, me as a human doesn't have a like a perfect knowledge of of biological or anatomical. Like, you don't know the in and outs of human nasal cavities. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. But I do know that um, your nasal cavity connects to your brain via the the. Uh, olfactory nerve right oh, so it's not it's no. not a hole that goes to the brain um and i do know that so you as annie would imagine that in no way would this be able to originate from the brain but what you see is as you look at this it seems to be anatomically not super possible it seems to be seeping through the olfactory nerve like as if it's burning through it and then seeping down into the nasal tract oh that's bad Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go dig in the brain a little. Yeah, um, the brain mm. seems to, as you cut through a very small section, it's very difficult to, you know, unless you're doing like a whole cranial extract. The brain seems to have a very thin layer of a mucus-like material around it that resembles this goo. Which, let's let's remind ourselves probably would not cause a 
respiratory infection. That is not good. Ugh. Okay. I'm just, I'm going to take a little, I'm going to take a little sample of the brain jelly. I'm going to cover that up as best as I can and uh, head back towards Teal's tent. Yeah. You guys reconvene at uh, Teal's tent and Annie relays this information to you, Atticus. Um, Before we do that, though, let's jump back to the cabin. Ted, Grace has, has, has put on some, some stew for you. Um, as you're feeling not only these coughing fits, but you are also feeling an acute loss of smell. You you didn't really notice that at first, but, but as you've gotten more, you know, conscious, more adjusted to being awake, you are noticing that this cabin does not smell like anything. And you hear, you hear Grace cooking the stew in the kitchen and you hear her uh, come back in and she goes, um, Ted, is this, what is this? And she's got a stack of packages uh, in her hand. She's Uh, like, I, I assume we don't get mail here. I guess that's probably a bad sign if we do. Yeah, that's not a good one. Uh, You want to open them up with me? Sure. You open up the three boxes and they are of varying lengths, but they are all wrapped inside and they say on them, Atticus, Annie, and Ted. And there is one piece of paper that is folded neatly on top of them. And on it, it says, one less liability with a winky face, and then it's signed by Dot. Okay. Are you opening well, all of them or just the one that says Ted? Just the one that says Ted. That's not my mail. So Okay. Yeah. You open it, and it is a wrapped small wooden wooden box inside this like sort of paper mache type material. Um, but this wooden box that that seems to be very finely carved about the size of a, a ring box you open it up and you hear like a clockwork not not like gears or anything that's like mechanized but as it opens up a little contraption unfolds and a bulb of a flower spins and opens up as you open the box to reveal where a ring could be placed oh uh <laughs> i guess to play it off i'll be like I think Doss proposing to me. This is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> um, Grace is like, um, I, I don't know if I was supposed to see that. I'll, I'll get you your stew. <laughs> Just when the time is right. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm very curious as to what the other two are, but nah, I'll close the box, set it aside for now, and... I guess, yeah, have some stew and then honestly, some eating and then back to bed for me. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. You're like, you put on an episode of The Office that you've already seen before and then you exactly. fall asleep. Exactly. Some reruns um, of Dragon Ball Z probably to get great. my spirits sure. up. Okay. Yeah. 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 But Ted, you, you go back to, to sleep and Grace comes in with the stew and she <laughs> closes the door quietly and, and puts it back on the on the fire with the lid sealed so it will be warm for you later. Back at the sick house. Atticus, Annie has, has, has told you this information that, that it seems to not, in fact, be a respiratory infection. So if it's not, it's not a respiratory infection, then what is it? I mean, clearly it's an illness of the brain. 
and the nervous system. A parasite. I didn't find anything specific. Just this goo that we keep bumping into. Well, well, the um, host is dead, right? So the parasite wouldn't be in there. Oh. Maybe it's hmm. spreading more parasites? Maybe this is how they reproduce. I can't know that for sure. You could. Let me go let me go check in with Teal again. See what's going on there. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh god, this is bad. She's like, I'm I'm slowly I remember glimpses That's good. of things. I your friend's face seems familiar to me as well. <laughs> what a strange feeling. I don't remember things, but I know I've never had this feeling before. The feeling of living a full life and not knowing what it was. How sick does Teal seem? Um, she has a constant cough that, that comes and goes in like once every five or ten seconds. And then sometimes she goes into like fits and of coughing for, for a minute or two. I, I think she's like, um, my, my throat feels like it's fully clogged up. I, I'm not even sure how I'm breathing right now. And you and you put your popsicle stick back there, and you and you find the trace amounts of the goo, but her throat's completely open. I mean, can I go back to the stethoscope breathing? Does it sound like she's got gross stuff in her lungs at all? Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. It sounds very raspy and like she's having trouble breathing. There's probably something stuck down there. But she feels like her throat is clogged, but there's nothing there. I'm so confused. What it seems like, just to, you know, because you've done the investigation here and you're not a real doctor, uh, but Annie is, there, there is a very real, there are very real symptoms that Teal is exhibiting here and you are looking for the causes of those symptoms and none of them appear. And so these seem to be like psychosomatic manifestations of things that she, her mind might be telling her are wrong with her that are on the surface or, or from what you can tell are not biologically happening. What on earth? The problem is obviously the little brain and nervous system issue. That's number one. But it's still behaving like a bacterial infection. Okay, okay. I think I want to get back out of the city. I want to take teal and head back to the cabin, and I can say, I'm coming back, I'm going to my, I'm going to do my best to fix it, and I have some ideas. This is to Clara? Yes. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you, you head back to the cabin, no further sightings in the, in the city, you manage to keep a low profile, take her back to the cabin, I would say walking in that door in an abandoned cabin is kind of like, okay, what's going on here, what was my life before this? Um, but she does seem to recognize everyone in here and yeah, Grace, Grace picks up the stew to bring it back into Ted's place and you open the door and Teal walks in and she just drops it on the ground and she's, um, sorry, I'll, I'll clean that up. Uh, don't even, don't worry about it right this second. Sorry, you weren't supposed to see that yet. Um, <laughs> I'll take Teal up to where, uh. Dot had been staying. I'm so sorry. This has to be extremely disorienting. Get some rest, and I'm going to 
try to fix this so you and Ted can be well again. Get some rest. I, uh, I'll be back when I have updates. And if you remember anything, no matter how strange it seems, please let me know. Sure. Okay. I'm going to go back downstairs. Okay. And check in on Ted. Yeah. Um, well, Grace is, Grace is in there trying yeah. to, what was left of the stew in the pot. She's like, you have to eat some. And Ted, you're, you're smelling that. And it literally just, you put, you put a spoonful in your mouth and it's just gray slop. It doesn't taste like anything. Damn. Annie, can you make him eat? Yeah, yes. Yes. Uh, you, you should really do that. But I've got some news. I don't know if Grace told you. Um, we found Teal. Uh, okay. Did you have to, like, fight her, or what What happened? Well, she came to us with her human body back. Where, she where is she now? Upstairs. She's sick, like you, but, I mean, all of this most likely started with her, so I don't think it's a bad thing to have her around for my research purposes. For now, um, I learned a lot about your illness. Strangely enough, it comes from the brain, not from the lungs. It's good to have that information, but that probably will make it more difficult to treat. I think, Ted, I think you hear that, and you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it feels like it's... uh coming from here i mean the, the is my brain telling me to cough because it just kind of feels like i got a cough it, um well i'm not entirely sure how it works but generally speaking yes grace goes didn't 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 you say people had like like your friend like that died or were at risk of dying people have died i okay so it's not something ted's just making up no i'm not saying it's psychosomatic i'm saying it's coming from the brain what does that mean i'm not saying it's fake i'm i think whatever this is attacks the brain and the nervous system in a way that makes it makes the oh god i don't know medical stuff like makes the systems in your body in place for fighting off illness trigger so it believes it's under attack by a virus or something, but it isn't. So my body's malfunctioning is what you're saying? Essentially. But that doesn't mean it isn't dangerous. So I've... Had anyone recovered from it, Annie? Yes. Yes, people recover, but it'll be a lot easier once I have some more information. So I've got some tests I'd like to run with some of the samples I brought back and and I'll come back. Did you just lie to me? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh and I'm going to go back uh head back out into the like living space. Yeah, you see there are notably on the night stand next to Ted these two boxes that are I was going to say probably as you're leaving. Uh, Dot dropped off a couple things. Uh, one for you, one for Atticus. I didn't want to pry. Did and she say anything? No, she didn't. She wasn't here herself. I just, Grace found some boxes. Ridiculous. I'll grab mine and I'll, I, I'll grab 
ours and I'll hand Atticus his and I'll open mine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anna, you open yours and it is a, a string of uh, herbs and it has a little note on it that describes what each of them is uh, used for, but she's sort of concocted them in ways that are immediate uh, soothers of different kinds of pain. So there's like a type of like aloe-like herb that like can, can soothe the pain of a burn, things like that for like open wounds, things of that nature. And Atticus, you open yours and it is a, it's a watch. It's a fairly nice looking watch, oh. if, if a bit old. And as you go to put it on, you notice a small concealed button on the side and uh, you press that button and a needle pops out facing downwards and uh, as you as you take it off and, and look at it there seems to be a uh, a compartment for that needle and she has left a note describing it um she intends it to be used for annie's like anesthetic or some sort of like something that That's causes sick. paralysis or That's sleep really cool actually um to go in that needle and and conceal it could i have some drugs please <laughs> <laughs> yes i'll uh I'll fill her up with uh, some like fast-acting uh, anesthetic, and I left Teal upstairs, and I closed the door, and I'm gonna pull out all of my little samples I have, and all of my thingies, and all of my stuff, and I'm going to start working immediately, and I'm going to say, there's so much, today has been so much, and I never, lie to the patient about the odds i don't well i i did anyway i just did i just did it's wildly unprofessional and that's ridiculous why would i lie well to be fair i'd rather you lie to him than you know him crying and grace crying and you know it's just messy i don't want to tell him well you don't have to because we're going to figure it out bye any means necessary. Right. I can fix this. I'm I'm good at what I do. Hey, Blake. Yes. When you were describing what Annie found with the cadaver, the body, mm -hmm. was it like the brain wasn't there? You remember there was like a goo? No, or... no, it was not that. It was a thin layer of mucus. And then the olfactory nerve was like burnt through. So that yeah. was almost not there, but the brain was there. Okay. There's something in that brain. Yeah, there's something in that brain. There's a goddamn parasite in his noggin. So my plan, as someone who doesn't know anything about anything, is to test little tiny bits of my samples I've gotten from dead brain, from uh whoever else i have like i picked up like four along the way and i'm gonna test little tiny bits of it with little tiny bits of whatever i've got mixing shit up and seeing if anything anything reacts differently from normal uh i don't think so I don't think I think I think this sample you have I'll I'll tell you what it is it feels inactive in some sort of way like it does not have very acidic like any hyper acidic properties Hey Blake while do. Annie's doing this Okay I just got to I got to enact a plan on my own <gasps> I got to get out of this cabin 
without being okay. noticed. I'm heading back to that little sick house. Okay. I think I think a lot of things are going through Atticus's mind right now, and he's trying to justify what he thinks his action is going to be. But I think at the end of it, he just, if there's any way forward, he's got to do it by any means necessary. Okay. Uh, as I'm heading into the sick house, I'd like to put on the, the jaws of the wolf mask. Okay. You're going in as just like a murderer into this house. Covering my identity, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, oh, that guy's going to kill one of us. <laughs> I um, figured it's like nighttime, you know, maybe like everyone's <laughs> asleep. Uh, oh, who's that? Oh, okay. Someone here to definitely kill one of us for sure. Okay. No worries. Yes, you're right. It's a little on the nose. <laughs> sure. No, yeah. I it's mean, also you de- cool. <laughs> better than better than just like your, your idea. Also, I don't want to tarnish Annie's reputation. Sure. <laughs> Thank you, Katie, for your Katie's cursing you out on mute. <laughs> okay, Blake, I feel like an awful person in real life for doing this, but we're going to okay. do it anyway. I'm going to look for someone who looks who's like they're on the verge of death. Yeah, you find one who is similar to the 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 corpse that Annie um, picked apart, but you do see like the occasional breath, um, but not not conscious at the moment. And you drag him behind a curtain. No, no. Oh, I don't know if I should do it in here. Okay, so yeah, you drag this person out into an alley nearby. It's it's quiet here you raise the like wolf mask to the top of your head so it's easier to get a look at this body they were not stirred awake and you doubt whether or not they could be stirred awake at the state they are in i think i'd take a second thought maybe as an act of mercy at least that's how atticus is justifying it to himself will end this person's life okay and you are looking in the brain i'm trying to get to the brain by any means you know just trying to get in there yeah i think yeah you'd slip the wolf mask back down i think maybe that's the only way to feel disconnected enough displaced enough from this act from as far as you can tell an innocent person and you get through the through the through the you know you do like a a cranial extraction on the top to try to get a clear view of the brain and there, there's no parasite in here. This looks the same as the cadaver that Annie had dissected. So it's just the exact same? Yes, correct. You cut this open, and it looks the same as what Annie described. And it is nighttime here in the Elysian District. You hear people walking um, on the streets around, but no one around you immediately and i think you sit back on your haunches and maybe pull the wolf mask up um uh, i'm gonna have you roll keep it together here i think you just killed an innocent person with with no progress that's rough what is it it's a minus one to a roll of seven so a six yeah okay um so yeah so a complete fail for atticus it says the strain is too much for your mind to handle. I think this is one of the last two options here. Uh, suffer emotional trauma for minus two stability or life-changing trauma for minus four stability. And you tell me how much of an effect this has on Atticus. But just to say, I think this, some sort of trauma here makes sense. You feel as though you are waking up from a sleep 
that you had been in, and you can't connect your thoughts with the thoughts you had 20 seconds ago when you said this is necessary, um, that I'm doing this for the greater good. Now that all seems so distant. It feels like a different person thinking those thoughts. I, I think this is minus two emotional trauma. And so you can take a minus two stability. I was not looking good here. Yeah, I mean, I think Atticus is is maybe on the verge of like a, a complete flip in, in, in ideology, perhaps. You sit here on your haunches in this alleyway alone and you hear the footsteps slowly subside as you sit here for 10, 20 minutes. People begin to filter into their beds until you awaken yourself to the understanding that you will have to dispose of this body somehow. And it's tough, but you bring yourself to do it. And I imagine you walk back to the cabin or back to the train station? Yeah. Okay. Um, Annie, you see Atticus walk back through the door a few hours later. You hadn't even noticed he had left. Oh, gosh, how late is it? Uh, sorry, did you run out? Uh, just getting some air. No problem. Um, I'm gonna keep working. Okay. I think I'm just gonna, like, sit at the little, like, kitchen table. Yeah. You're not going to sleep? Uh, I'm not, I'm not tired. Well, there is a lot going on. Did you make any progress? Frustratingly little. I'm trying to find out if there's any substance I can I can find that attacks the goo or the spores or anything. <laughs> but so far, no luck. But I've made several discoveries about um, things that don't uh, react at all, actually. So it's better than nothing, I suppose. I don't think Atticus heard a word of that. Yeah. I don't think Annie notices. <laughs> the cabin quiets down to a hushed tone. This Ted is asleep. Grace, Grace's eyes close gradually next to him. Annie, you work through the night, and Atticus, I imagine. Your eyes don't stray too far from the wood of the table in front of you for at least a couple hours. But, as it tends to, the sun comes up in the morning. What are you all doing? Have I made any progress whatsoever? I think I think you understand it a, a little more. I don't think any huge revelations, but like you said, it is frustratingly just out of reach. There is some psych- psychosomatic component to it, but it's more than that, right? It this The consciousness has manifested into physical things not only is is ted coughing right not only are these these things started by the brain but also you know you're you're seeing this this goo come out of them you're seeing ted fully convulse yesterday and so it's hard it's it's difficult to say they are manifestations of you know, mental, mental blocks. Because they're more than that. I know. Uh, Steel Awake? Uh, yeah, Teal's Awake. 
she comes down. Good morning. Um, morning. Uh, strange dreams last night. <laughs> feels like I just, uh, <laughs> feels like I was born again. It's a strange <laughs> process to get acquainted to. Um, no, it's all right. Um, um, uh, how am I feeling today? Ted, did you, did you, um, do you suspect it was going to get worse? Did I suspect it was going to get worse? Uh, well, I was told that it's, people have survived it. Sure. But did you expect was... when you woke up for it to get worse? You know what I think? When he woke what up? I was trying to play before is kind of like a false sense of confidence. Like, oh yeah, okay. I'll be fine. This sickness is, right. it's nothing. So I would say no, probably. I, I'm like, yeah, I'll be okay. He's He is, I, I think maybe like in there and, and kind of what you just said is like, there's a worry that mm-hmm. is overriding and the worry that he will you know leave leave grace alone leave these people alone that's right? fair leave that's fair his future behind that maybe is more of the truth in his mind okay. um yeah i think you wake up it i mean you're not like dying when you wake up i think it's a little worse i think it's the same symptoms but um a little worse yeah the coughing fits are uh you know they're more frequent a little more aggressive okay and then big question for you because i don't really know how i want to play this awesome the terminology that Annie, uh, the sorry, the phrasing Annie used of being like, I want to figure out a cure before I lose you, right? She told me that other people have survived. So am I making a connection that there's some suspicious things happening? Or in my mind, is it more likely like, oh, she's probably recreating the cure that the other people used? Or I, I don't know. I don't want to jump to conclusions just because no, I know I th- the truth out of game. No, I think I think the one thing Ted would be doing in this situation is uh, jump into conclusions, right? Okay, yeah. Um, so <laughs> Annie's lying again is what I got from this. I'll go out of the Kept bedroom and be like, um, Annie, sorry. I wasn't trying to eavesdrop, but, you know, we're in the same house. When you said that you were trying to figure out a cure before you lost us, I thought you said other people beat this. Was it, are you recreating something or, because it sounds, you know how that sounds and I'm trying to get some clarification before I freak the fuck out. Uh, I think Grace comes out and makes eye contact with you, Annie. And she goes, "Um, Ted, let's get you back to bed. I think that Annie is stressed out right now and I think maybe didn't get a lot of sleep. Hold on, hold on. She's working on on it. Okay, that's fine, and I appreciate that. But if I'm fucking dying, I think I deserve to know that. I think we should get you back to bed. She's doing the best she can. I mean, Annie's noticeably silent, right? (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. Other people have recovered from it, Ted. That's what she said. So. All right, who's recovered from it? I want one name of someone who's recovered. Just one. You gotta know that. Tell me one person. Ted, this isn't fair to her. Come on. How, how is it fair to me if I was lied to? I'm sure she wasn't lying. Okay, she just has got a lot going on. And, 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 and she well, it, is... Instead of talking about hypotheticals, which she might have been thinking about, Annie, you're fucking in the room. Can you say something? Listen to Grace, Ted. You're sick. Go lay down. If I'm dying, at the very least, I deserve to know. Don't treat me like I'm fucking insane here. Others of us didn't exactly want to know, Ted. 
get to bed. Guess I'll go to the room and slam the door. Grace, I'm sorry. Just, uh, just, just, I don't even know what to say. She goes back in the room. Fuck. I'm awful. I really am. I thought I was better, but I'm not. I'm selfish. I'm awful. Can you please not wallow in your own self-pity right now? I think, I think Teal, Teal comes up to you, Annie, and goes, um, I don't think you're awful. I think maybe you just don't know your friend that well. It wasn't about him, I think. I didn't want to have to say the words. I was I was protecting myself. I should have been I should have been a damn doctor. That's what I'm supposed to be. I guess it means I'm dying too. I'm doing my best to fix it. Teal, could I talk with Annie for a second? Yeah, um I need to Get uh, lie some down fresh air, or something. Anyway. Or get air. Please come back, Teal. Don't be out long. Yeah, she walks out the front door. I don't like that Annie, at all. the disease originates from her. Isn't that what we've kind of thought at this point? Yes. And I don't know if you've noticed, but she's not worse than she was yesterday. I did notice. What if she's immune or something? She's... She is sick but that is that is a very interesting idea and on top of this there had to have been some way for her to turn back to normal uh, I can't even begin to think about that I mean the walkers did it to her but it seems like she just woke up back in her body Plus, I don't see them letting her run loose. She needs to remember. She needs to remember. That might be the key to all of this. All of it. Okay, maybe we try and, as simple as it sounds, jog her memory. Um, yes, I... I don't know. What if we act out some conversations we had? What if we try yes. and give her information that she'd yes, given us? I, those... I, I'm like walking out the door and I'm going to go bring her back in. Yeah, uh, you walk out the door and no. she is. Um, no, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I've done enough dead. big nowhere to be seen. Yeah, she's nowhere to be seen. She's lying on the ground. Um, her skull is cut up. No, um, so ah! she's over by. <laughs> There's a wolf mask next. To <laughs> no. She's she's over by a tree and um, she has her her hand outstretched to a branch, and a um, uh, a squirrel uh, is jumping into it, and her hand. Yes. And yeah, squirrel jumps into it, and she just looks at it and, and smiles, and she turns around and just, oh um, hi, sorry, I just um, the animals here they they um, they're so pretty. I don't know if I had ever noticed before. Maybe I had. Maybe, they're also full of germs. Come inside. Uh. <laughs> yeah, she like she clasps the squirrel in both of her hands. And and she she walks into the cabin. Oh my god, I, I Annie can't even deal with that right now. Uh, she sits at the table and is like holding holding her squirrel friend up to her eyes I don't like and just that just looking looking in its beady beady black eyes as as you talk to her. Um, 
Atticus and I just want to talk to you a little bit about who you were before all of this and see if we can jog your memory at all. And I think sure. it's very important that we find out a few things and fill in some missing gaps. Um, okay. Can you cover this eye? Do you see anything? Um, huh. I hadn't tried that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can. But it's sort of, I don't know, there's some sort of weird film over it. But I can see. Um, good, good, good. You can see, that's good. Okay. Um, I think Annie's just gonna start telling stories about the time they spent together. She's not going to mention the journals or anything like that. But sure, progress day. Sure, our time that we spent, like, living with her. Sure, they beat the fuck out of Grace. Sure, she got kidnapped. Sure. <laughs> Damn. I know, I know. I'm just trying to do something, anything, anything. Um, no, but she has sort of a um a very open reaction to it as you're like simultaneously filling her in on everything that happened and trying to jog her memory. Um, what? I mean, what? she's surprised that these are crazy, like these crazy events, but they they like slot into open spaces in her brain, you know, much more than like, um, just regular amnesia. Uh, on a person, you know, in, in, a victim of some sort of like accident will will not have these things just slot normally into. This seems different. This seems distinct. In that she's like, well, something had to cause these these uh these things in my life, and those make sense. I don't recall them at all. They're not jogging her memory, but they make sense. It makes sense to her. What's the squirrel doing? The squirrel is uh just staring right back into her eyes. And she's holding it up and talking out of the side of her mouth, sort of talking sideways to you and just examining this this creature. Teal Teal is like, um I uh that <laughs> just walking outside sort of took it out of me. So I'm gonna go take a nap if that's okay. And she brings her little squirrel friend with her. Uh let the squirrel out. You don't want it sleeping with you. Maybe. <laughs> She walks upstairs. What the hell? <clears throat> well, that got us nowhere. Yeah, I think um unless unless you tell me otherwise, maybe maybe today's a bust. Um oh, what a bummer. I think, you know, you keep working for a while, but but not much is able to be accomplished. I think you all in one way or another have hit a block mentally or physically annie with this research and uh annie you you realize you need another sample and you go upstairs to teal's room and you open the door and teal is sitting on the edge of the bed and there are just uh tears rolling down her face and she goes i don't i don't feel like myself i don't I don't even know who I am, and it still feels like not me. I know. There's something wrong with me. There's something. There's something else inside me. And you look down, and she is embraced around something in her arms, and she unfolds her arms, and you see the squirrel sitting in her arms, with its neck snapped backwards. <laughs> 